You're listening to Wake Up Call with Christina Previtt. I'm the CEO and co-owner of New Jersey Divorce Solutions, a law firm located in Edison, New Jersey. I've been practicing exclusively divorce and family law for the past 16 years. Everyone has a story. I interview them. Wake Up Call is an opportunity for you to hear inspiring stories from people who are making hard decisions, overcoming their fears, and living their most authentic life. My guest today is Robin Jana Rosenhaus. She is known as the energetic bushwhacker. She's a world-class energy worker and the secret weapon behind the scenes for business leaders around the world. Robin developed the Juno method of energetic clearing for business leaders, which is the primary modality used to align these high performers to their ideal results. Welcome. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm good. And I'm so excited to talk to you because I've heard generally of people who do energy work, which I'm putting in finger quotes. I like finger quotes. Uh, yeah. It's a Jersey thing. Maybe I do it is. It. Yes. We're yeah, both yeah. from Jersey and <laughs> I don't exactly know what it is. I've never really consulted with anybody who does energy work. So maybe we, that's a good place to start. Well, what is energy work? So let's start with energy itself. So you ever walk into a room and like all of a sudden you just get like these bad vibes and you don't know like what the heck is going on. You're picking up on energy. You're picking up on the energy of the room. So something in that room left an energetic imprint that just feels yucky. So like maybe somebody had just gotten in a fight or like two people who don't like each other just showed up and spotted each other and you know, you feel the tension in the room, right? That's yeah, yeah. all energy. That's all so energy. Do we all feel that or do is it to varying degrees? I think it's to varying degrees um, that we're aware of it. So I, I think everybody has had that experience where, you know, where they have, where they've just walked in a room and we're just like, hmm you know, or they met somebody. And even before that person said their name, they're like, nope, don't like them. Don't. Yeah, Yeah, I think we've all had that experience or or the opposite where you really gravitate towards somebody. Exactly. Yeah. I think I've read some studies, though, that say that that split second when you first encounter somebody and, you know, you look at their face and like you say, you kind of feel their energy your first impression of them at that moment is usually correct. Usually. Yeah, usually. So it kind of goes against some of the other advice we've heard is, you know, don't make judgments about people right away. Well, the way I look at it is that feeling is giving you one piece of data. The more you interact with that person, the longer you're in their energy the longer they're emitting energy and the more you get to know what it is that maybe you, you picked up on that you didn't like, that wasn't. So here, let me, let me put it like this way. Let's say, let's say today I showed up and this is the first time you met me. Right. And, (laughs) and my dog had just pooped on the floor. Okay. 
Yeah. And so now I'm like, oh my God, I, now I got to get on camera. I have to meet this person and blah, 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 blah. And, da, da, and I come on and I'm like, and I look all la, la, la. But you're sitting there and you're going, something's not right. Something's not right. Like you're immediate. In- so what you're picking up on is me trying to like get to normal again, right? Get back. So it's, so I don't, take that as the only piece of data. I get that. Right. There's, there's so much, there's so much. So do you get energy only from people and living things or elsewhere? Everywhere. Everything has an energetic component and energetic vibration and science shows this now, right? There's plenty of studies out there proving this, but you know, it's like that same thing, you know, when you walk down the basement, you get the heebie-jeebies, you know, and it's like, and and you don't know what it is you're picking up on. I mean, of course, movies will be like, oh, the house is haunted and all of this. But, you know, places hold energy until we kind of circulate it and change it. So hmm, that's interesting. But is it sort of objective? Or is it experienced by the person? Like, for instance, I might have had a bad experience somewhere, like maybe a high school had a really terrible experience and I can't go there now because I just, you know, I feel a change in my energy, but somebody else maybe had a great experience and they love going, you know, it's their happy place. So, so it changed your energy, not the school's energy. Okay. So if I go there, I might have a, a neutral experience because I've never been to that school. I, did, I, I don't have memories there. Your memories are also also have an energetic frequency to them. They have a vibration. And we pick up on that. Our thoughts. And again, this science has shown this, like our thoughts emit energetic frequencies. That's so crazy. So how do you read energy? And, and actually, maybe even before we get to that, how did you know that you have this ability to do that? Like, when did that happen? It didn't happen. Like, I didn't understand what it was until, until I was an adult, until after my mother passed, until after I had my own breakdown and started back on my path of healing. That's when I understood what was going on. But as a kid, <laughs> I, I always had this ability to, how do I explain this? When I would meet somebody, I'd be like, nope, don't, nope, don't want to be near them, don't like them. And my parents would be like, Robin, they're nice people. And I'm like, nope can't trust them, you know, and you, and I'm like, what, six, seven, eight, right? So your parents aren't listening to you. And this went on through to my adult years. And every time my parents would, would say, no, no, no. And every time I was like, something happened that proved that they weren't exactly as they said they were. Hmm. Were you ever wrong? Not yet. Wow. That I know of, that I know of. And it was funny because I was talking to a friend today because I was like, 
we were discussing something and I'm like, did you know this person? And she's like, no. And, and I'm like, I just get a really bad vibe from them. And then she filled me in on some additional information. And it was like, oh, okay. Now I know why. So they, why did you become more aware that you were actually reading people's energy? Like, not uh, that it was a sense you had, but that I am reading people's energy. You know, it's because the, let me think. I, it was my mid forties. It was sometime in my mid forties. And again, that I, that I understood what it was. Um, you know, there are people who are psychic and what they're doing is they're reading energy as well. They just read it differently. So they get the information differently. And I can't tell you how I get it, but it was, um, I, you know, I guess it was probably my yoga teacher who explained to me at the time that what I was picking up on was energy and, and I was basically interpreting it. So then tell me about when you had this greater awareness that you could actually read it, which I'm actually surprised it was later in your life. Well, you know, younger, I, it was always there when I was younger. I just didn't, you know, know what it was again. You, you know, you co grow up in a family that doesn't believe in this stuff you know, and they, it's, they look at tarot cards and all this kind of stuff. And it's all like, woo, and mysterious. And, and it's really just not. <laughs> it's really just, not. we all have these abilities. So when I was going through my own healing process, and learned about energy work itself. So one of the more common forms is Reiki. Are you familiar with that? Yes, I did that once. Okay. So you experienced energy work now. And, and what happened for me was I had had a breakdown and all kinds of crazy stuff. And so I was trying to come back to the world. And during my first Reiki session, like I could feel things shifting. I could, I just had a sensation of pieces coming back together and fitting back together. And so when I was talking to the woman who was giving me the Reiki treatment, she's like, yeah, you know, that's your energy, just getting into alignment. And I kind of was hooked from there because I've just always had this little bit of an interest in alternative stuff, we'll say. <laughs> Yeah. So then how do you read someone's energy? Like it's one thing to kind of have these sensations when you meet people or when you go places, but to actually do it intentionally, you know, how do you do that? I do it in, in a few different ways, um, depending on the situation. Like sometimes I will just, I call it tune in and it's literally like I close my eyes and something just happens. I can't even tell you exactly, you know, do this first, then do that. It just, it just happens. Sometimes I'll use tarot cards or something like that as a jumping off point because it gives me a visual and then it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. And I interpret it. Okay. Do you consider yourself psychic? We're all psychic. So yes. Oh, so I'm psychic too. You are. Oh, gut instinct. 
You know, when you just know something. Yeah. That's your intuition. Like, and, and it's not all about like the, the ladies on the boardwalk, you know? Yes. Yes. I know. I, I have you, I'm sure you've heard this where people are like, Oh, I don't even waste my time with those. You know, they're just guessing. They just tell you something that's so general and you know, they keep chipping away at something general until they hit something like, Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> she, she knows someone whose name starts with C, <laughs> <laughs> so, but those are probably just negative people that at least with respect to that they're always going to think that there was some sort of scam, no matter what they say. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, it depends on what kind of information you're going for. So, so for me, when I go to psychics, depending on who they are, most of them are usually wrong about my stuff They're They'll pick up on who I am. They'll pick up on my personality traits and that kind of stuff. But they pick up on my fu- pick up wrong ideas about my future, usually. And the reason for that is because I know that I create my future and I work in probabilities. So I will tap into what the probability is of something working or not working. So if I go to the psychic and they're like, oh, this, this and this isn't going to work. I'm like, huh. Okay, I know how to change that, <laughs> you know, and and so that's what I do. Well, that's valuable. So then, when did you turn this into a business? Like, when did you start to realize, you know, I can make a living doing uh, this? This was so part of my whole <laughs> coming out process um, included me no longer working in the the family insurance business and you know, again, it goes, it goes back to the, the yoga teacher healer that I was working with. And she's like, Robin, you're, you're a healer, you're a reader, you, you talk to the angels, you do this, and you do this. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) You know, and just started learning how to do all the different things. And about 13 years ago, I put my shingle out and said, all right, let's do this and, and see how it goes. So tell me, what do you do when you get a new client? Like, what's the first thing you do? Depends on what the client is, you know, who, who the client is and, and what it's for. Um, so, so for some people, they just want that energy reading, right? So they want to know about their relationships. And so I can tell them from that energetic perspective, which translates into like emotional and psychological information about what's working in the relationship, what's not working, why their person hasn't shown up yet, what belief systems they may, they may need to be working on or what actions they're taking that are misaligned. If I'm looking at a business where I'm going to be working with the business owner to keep the energy clear the first thing that I do is do a business reading. And so I will do that by first, I'll ask them some questions to understand what their business is. And then I literally close my eyes and tap in and get a feeling that says, click, you're connected to the business. I may write down some notes and then I'll, I'll start pulling cards and whatever other 
tool comes to mind so that I can get a, a more clear picture of what's going on. Now, do you have to see people in person? I actually do better when I don't know them. I don't see them. Really? Yeah. So then where I mean, do you get the energy from? The energy is just out in the universe. <laughs> it's just out in the universe. And, and it's interesting because some people that I talk to, like, need to know a person's name, need to know the birth date. I, I, that was something I didn't know I needed. So I never needed it. You know, that's awesome. So I don't know if I asked you all this already before we started, but can you do that for me? Like, could you read my energy now? I can. I can certainly read your energy. Oh, I'm scared to see something. I'm going to start with cards and I'm going to tell you why. I, I don't always have a filter <laughs> and we're oh. recording. <laughs> hey, you can you say whatever you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> you can curse, <laughs> you can do whatever. Is I mean, if you say I'm a serial killer, I'm probably not going to publish this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no serial killer, no serial killer at all. I mean, you know, the, the first things that I, that I will say to you, you know, people are going to be like, oh, well, that's easy to tell because of, of you know, who she is and whatnot. But you know, you're you're very success oriented, right? And I, and I would even say a bit of a perfectionist, like things need to be a very certain way. And, and if it's not, it can throw you off. I mean, you're really good at adapting and coming back and fixing it, but it can definitely, definitely throw you off. And if too many things are out of whack for too long, it, 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 how can I say it? Like, it'll knock you on your butt. Like you'll, you'll lose your confidence. Yeah. I think that's definitely true. Okay. So we've got, we're totally tapped into your energy. So let's actually throw throwing down cards because I want to see like what information I could give you right now that would help you to create a miracle in some area in your life? Well, I think my focus in my life right now is really figuring out my path in terms of being creative and, and with work because I own a law firm, but I have this podcast that I'm very passionate about and I really am not quite sure where this leads, but I would love to be able to do this for a living. And, and so, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to start okay. talking over you because just because I'm hearing things already. And like the one thing that I hear is that you are best served as more of a, a serialpreneur. Like you have one of these super active minds that if you stick with only one path, you're just going to be like, because you're really good at getting good at things, at becoming an expert at things. Now, you may not always recognize it, but I would bet that the people around you would tell you that. Okay. So in terms of like the law firm is, it's, it's great, you know, but you've, you've kind of, now it's not as much of a challenge anymore as it used yeah. to be. 
you know, and so it starts to get boring. So the podcast is fun right now. And, and you love it because you get to meet different people. You get to ask different kind of questions. There's in law, there is a bit of a routine and, and you have to be in a particular box, right. In order to, to do what you're doing. So, so there's that. And the podcasting becomes fun because you can express more of your creative side. I mean, you know, any, just, just look at your, your table in the background, you know, with all those colors and everything, it's like, oh yeah, she's totally creative. Right. So that's, that's really fun for you. But the thing is, you're not going to have fun if, if the money's not there. Right. You just so, so that's something to keep in mind. And you're not going to have fun if things don't move too fast. So like, and it's so funny because I didn't even really look at the cards, but the first three cards that I, that I threw down, the first one talks about money. The second one talks about moving fast. And the third one talks about, you know, that, that consistency, that, that need for change, you know, it's, it's just all right there. But the and but that other piece is no matter what you move into, and I do feel as though, yes, this is going to have some level of success, and I do like see and feel you having several other, we'll call it businesses, like outlets. I want to say, but and and they're all going to pay off because you have the type of personality and the type of energy that demands the payoff. You won't accept anything less. And that's not to turn around and make you sound like, oh my God, she's money hungry and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's just part of the fun. Yeah, no, I I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. But the other piece of this is a lot of what you do needs to happen in a way where you get your time, your alone time, because if you don't get that alone time, you're not a happy person. Yeah. I always say I'm an introvert and everybody laughs at me. Well, you, so you're an extroverted introvert. Like you can, so an introvert, I'm the same way. Right. You know, like and most people like no way, because as you can see, I can talk. Right. But I, too, I need my time. I need my alone. I call it cave time. Yeah. Right. And that's that's where the ideas come in. That's where you get to dream. That's where you get to relax. That's it. It's actually its own form of energy healing because everything comes into balance. Right. But. Bottom line is like everything that I'm looking at and seeing like good times are are definitely on the way. The current path that you're on, your current mindset, your your dreams, wishes and desires, even though you're not conscious of them yet. Right. And you're not conscious of them yet because you haven't picked and chosen what other ones you want to bring into your reality right now. And that's okay. Um, but with all of that, what I see is public recognition. I see the money. I see the happy times. And I see the ability to do good work 
for other people, even on pro bono basis and things like that, because you're, you're going to be financially secure. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. So do you ever see anything bad in someone's future that you have to, you know, tell them like how specific can it get? For me, because I read, it's funny. I, I did a reading for a, for somebody yesterday who's a reader and, and she's like, your readings are very unique <laughs> because she's more of a typical reader who will come in with those real strong specifics. Whereas my readings, like I said, they're more emotional. Well, they're more psycho psychological. They provide guideposts, but I will see, I did a fun reading once and I, and I, didn't allow myself to put it out there. I didn't want to put the energy out, but I was playing around and I, and I did a reading for uh, Jennifer Lopez. And I was like, oh man, her and A-Rod are breaking up. And I, I love Jayla. And I'm like, no, I am not putting that energy out there. And like a week later, no way. <laughs> I swear. I swear. So I'll, I'll see stuff like that. And I, I ask spirit, like, you know, how, how is this going to affect the client? And I will, how do I say it? A lot of times I will ask before I present that outcome, I will ask, is that the highest, you know, and best for them? Is sharing this what they need to hear? And what information can I give them? What information can I provide them with that will help make the upcoming time frame, you know, smoother and easier for them? But I don't see things like deaths and stuff like that because uh, I'm like, just leave that out of my, I, I won't do this work then. <laughs> I don't want to see that. What about yeah. Kim K? Do, do you have any visions of her? <laughs> it's funny because I did, I, I was playing around with doing these celebrity business reviews and, uh, and she and Kanye were already split up, but uh, you know, she's got a little, <sighs> so this is just going to sound like, you know, Oh, everybody can say that, but I will be frank and say, like, she's going through what a lot of divorced women go through. And that's that that period of who am I now? Like, you know, who am I? And I can see I don't know how public it'll be, but I can see it affecting her business in, in the coming in the coming months. Not in a great way, but I also see that she's going to get herself on track and that she will, you know, straighten things out because, you know, her too, like she, she, she knows how to be successful. She knows how to be the brand and she'll pull herself together and she's going to do it. Yeah. She's come a long way. I mean, whatever people have to say about her, some people hate her, some people love her, but she's made a lasting career for herself. She really has. And her she sex tape didn't do that. No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I, and uh, I tell you what, I mean, I do see her passing the bar exam. So we'll see how, uh, how all that goes. I think she'll pass it. I don't have any doubt that she'll pass it. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's uh, something else. So can you read your own energy? Like, can you do your own cards or is it hard? Um, sometimes it's not that easy for me. If I'm really, really wanting to do something, you know, I, I will decide that I'm reading them wrong if they show up in a certain way. And, and I also like, I do things, I use a pendulum as well to, to find out probabilities and whatnot. And, um, and I remember there was a, a business uh, coaching program that I wanted to be in with every fiber of my being. And I'm like, all right, let me see what happens. And it kept saying no, like it was, it, it's not a, it's not a pure no, like on a, um, a zero to 100, it was like, it's 20% beneficial. And it was very expensive program. And I'm like, no, nah, that's got to be wrong. It feels so good. And blah, 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 blah. And everything I did was pointing to no. And I'm like, no, it's just got to be, I don't even remember what excuse I made up. And, and, you know, it was, I did not get out of the program what I was hoping to get out of the program. Oh, really? So yeah. it turns out you were right. Yeah, I was right for sure. For well, sure. You do you have a, someone else you trust to do your readings? Um, I just started working with somebody else to do my readings and she's, she is literally the only one so far who has been able to come up with enough accurate information that I can work through it and, and you know, make my decisions. So can people change their energy? Totally. Totally. Um, one of the ways that we do that is, you know, we can prayer. Gratitude, getting into gratitude, right? Um, anything that changes your your emotional state will start shifting your energy. Simply from the fact that you know when you're happier, you're vibrating higher, right? And so, and when you're feeling peaceful, you're vibrating higher. So that alone will help shift your energy. Of course, going to an energy worker. Of course, going to um, sage, lighting sage, they've actually proven that it, it makes changes to the, to the physical environment, like the sage smoke. And uh, so that helps. You know, that's one of those things that helps me like exhale. It's funny. I've heard that people do that to kind of ward off bad spirits. I mean, I never really believed it, but. I know people do that, but you're saying it does actually do something to the environment. It really does. And, and it's so funny because um, my old, my younger son, you know, it, he looks at all this stuff that I do and he's just like, yeah, okay, mom. And his friends were over one day and they had all, they were all working together and they all had a really bad day at work. And so I'm like, all right, will you guys humor me and just, you know, let me come down with my smoke. <sighs> Fine, go ahead. And so I go down and, and I do my thing, which is not, again, it's not like singing and chanting and whatever. It's just blowing some smoke around. And the guys are like, hey, like, 
they literally felt like weight being lifted off their shoulders and they felt better. I'm going to try it. It's, it's so simple and so easy. Wow. I'm going to try that. And there's, you know, there's, there's people who make it very difficult, you know, like they're like, Oh, you have to open a window so the bad spirits go out. It's like, no, you want to open the window so the smoke alarm doesn't go off. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Logic doesn't go out the window, right? Excuse the pun. Right. <laughs> so is, are your family members like, you know, God, mom, can you please stop reading my energy? <laughs> um, the one son who, who does not like this stuff, he's a hard read for me. He really is a hard read for me. Yeah, he's he's got boundaries up and and every he's like so closed off. So so it's interesting because it gives me um, insight into what it is to to not realize, you know, what it's like to be able to read energy. My other son, who's my older son, he's autistic. Oh, interesting. And. He like this is I don't know how we are on time, but this is a, a good story if you want to hear. Yeah, I do want to hear it. So when I was still married to his dad, I was going for my Reiki training. And in Reiki two, that's when you learn how to be able to send energy to people who aren't in the room. You can send it all across the world. So I came home from that class and I was still like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know how I feel when I'm on the table, but I send an energy. I, I just don't know about this stuff. And my older son, um, unbeknownst to me, he's 29. So he was born like before the internet really took off and, and all of that. And he has a high functioning kind of form of autism. So it was hard to get information on how to help him out, but he started going through puberty at a much younger age. So if you can imagine like an autistic person now going through puberty, their hormones are flipping out. It was, it was a difficult time and he would go into rages and run out of the house and, and it was a really bad time. And so I'm chasing him out the, out you know, the front and hoping he doesn't get to the street, the busy street, dragging him in. And he's, you know, kicking and screaming and everything else. And I get him in his room, close the door, lock the door. And these rages would last a couple hours. So I'm sitting on the steps, you know, like with my head in my hands and kind of like on the verge of tears because I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm going to try this Reiki stuff. Let's see what happens. But it's not safe to go in his room. So I sit down and I go through everything that I just learned. I swear. Between five to seven minutes. His room is quiet. There's no more things that are being thrown around and banged around. I'm telling you, Christina, this would normally last for one to two hours. So this is five to like under 10 minutes and it stopped. And I'm like, what the heck? And I go and I go into his room and he's just sitting quietly. 
and he's high functioning so he can speak. And, and I'm like, Andrew, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. The anger just left. It's like, holy crap. You know, it's like, this worked. <laughs> yeah. And, and so with each, each episode, I would try it again. And it constantly worked. And it got to the point to where even my son and my ex-husband, who didn't believe in this stuff, if I wasn't around and Andrew would, you know, start having a problem, they'd be like, send him Reiki. You got to send him Reiki. And he would calm down. Wow. So I don't know, from a scientific perspective and everything else, I don't know how this works, right? Well, if it's working, you do it, right? It's working, exactly. So have you worked with other people that have autistic children? I have, I have. And, uh, and it, it was very interesting. Autistic children and, and troubled children. And uh, there was this one time where, um, this is many years ago, the, the boy was sent off to a special, almost like a, a military type camp. Um, he was suicidal and, and all this kind of stuff. And um, he was having nightmares at night. And so his aunt actually asked me to do a, a session on him. And, and, and she gets a phone call the next day. And she's like, this was such a great idea to send him here, blah, 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 blah. He told me this morning, he got the best night's sleep he ever had. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's, it's wild. And it's, it's seemingly miraculous, but it's it's literally just the energy getting into harmony. And and it's just like when you walk into a combative environment, you automatically go like this. When you walk into a peaceful environment, you automatically drop your shoulders. It's yeah. what it does. Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, I've always heard that New Jersey has the highest um, population of autistic kids. Yeah, um, I guess we supposedly we have the best schools for some, autistic children. Yeah, some of them are, are really good. So a lot some of people of actually will move here. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to create a specialty for you, but there, <laughs> there might be one there. Uh, you know, what what happened was I actually had started to get into that field. And what happened was magical thinking. Like, you know, people would think, oh, that's it. It's all done. And it's like, no, you, you've got to continue and continue and continue because it's almost like when, when you talk about building new neural pathways, you're building new energetic pathways, right? And, and so, like you said, you went for one Reiki session. If you go for a few, it's cumulative and they start lasting longer and longer and longer. Energy in general, you want to think about it as in the same way you think about taking a shower or brushing your teeth. You go throughout your day, you get affected by energy, you want to wash it off. You know, you want to wash it off. And you can do in the shower, you can do it yourself. Like when 
Yeah. Like when, so when you're taking a shower and the water is coming in, right? If you close your eyes, I automatically close my eyes. If you close your eyes and just pretend or imagine whatever word works for you, that the water coming down is includes like iridescent light, right? And just imagine, just imagine it clearing off the energetic gunk. You don't have to know what it looks like or anything like that. But if you just imagine it clearing off the energetic gunk and going down the brain, the brain, the drain, that's all you got to do. What else can you do? Like if you, if you find yourself being just in a really bad mood, like my day just didn't start out great and that seemed to get worse (laughs) as time went on, but I, it, it passed, it passed. But what can you do rather than let yourself go down that rabbit hole of what a shitty day, this is messed up and that's messed up and that, that, what can you do to kind of change um, that? Well, if you can't get into the shower and you don't have access to sage, <laughs> there are, you know, so many things like daydreaming, like literally, you know, the mind, even just working with the mind will change your energetic environment. So if you get into that space of gratitude, you know, what went good about my day today? You know, and sometimes things are really awful and tragic and you can't think about what went good about your day. Well, what are you grateful about? Are you grateful that that you've got air to breathe in this moment? You know, are you grateful that even though you know, there were a bunch of crappy clients that, that, you know, that you did an amazing job anyway, all these little things help get the energy into coherence because every single thing that we do out, do throughout the day, again, has that energetic component, um, eating something healthy, something that makes you feel good. Why do we eat ice cream? You know, it's like, (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if it tastes good and makes us feel good. Except for when you're done eating it, then well, right, yeah, (laughs) because because our head gets into it. Yeah, yeah. So let me just ask you some of the questions that you know you have on your your press sheet. So it's questions that I wouldn't actually know what to even ask you. Um, What does energy have to do with business? That's one of my favorite questions. <laughs> so when you consider how a, a messy energy field or a, a, an, a disharmonious energy field can cause, cause you to be in a bad mood, right? Like I was talking about earlier, when you walk into the room and all of a sudden it's like, oh, what is going on here, right? It affects your mood, it affects your attitude. And then when you're a business owner, you're bringing that to the table now. You know, and the other thing is when there is this neg, I'll call it negative energy. When that negative energy is is hanging around for whatever reason, whether it's your competitors keep looking at your business and going, I just wish they would go away. That's got an energetic component, right? I mean, it just does. And all of this starts building up. Things in your business start going wrong. Employees start fighting, you know, tech doesn't work. You know, (laughs) you had a tech issue today. You said you didn't have a great day, right? I mean, it it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a a domino effect. 
Exactly. Like, you know, I my I didn't set my alarm and now I'm late. I'm rushing around and something happened to my hot water heater and there's no hot water now. How am I going to take a shower? And then I went outside and a bird pooped on my head. And like, obviously, I'm making this stuff up. Yeah, but but that's (laughs) that's what happened. And you start to attract it like because now. So (laughs) I'm changing subjects a little bit. I'm sorry. (laughs) I get excited. But, but now what happens is like, this is happening and this is happening. And now you're in that mindset of, oh man, what else can go wrong? So now you've got your focus on everything that's wrong. Your, I can never say the word, right? Your reticular activating system now thinks wrong is important. It goes and searches all that out and starts bringing it into you. All of that has energy attached to it. It's all energetic components in there. So when you start clearing all that up, things start moving smoothly again. Yeah, I, I did. Luckily, I did. I, I Well, one of the things that went wrong was I, I had a dry bar appointment today to get my hair all pretty for you for this podcast. And there was an accident on the highway. And so I w- ended up being like 20 minutes late. Um they were able to accommodate me, but I had called and they were like, no, we can't take you. You're too late. Oh, and by the way, we're going to charge you for the, the appointment you missed. So then I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is ridiculous. And I, you know, I start getting into my head. Right. And then later I just realized like, is it a little ridiculous to be <laughs> losing your mind over a hair appointment? Like it really just is, you know, they're, they're first world problems. Yeah. You know, yeah unfortunate, annoying, but still like, if that's the worst thing you have to deal with in a day, it's not really so bad. And you weren't the person in the accident. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's perspective, man. That's That's probably one of the most energetic, um, probably one of the most effective energetic tools around is perspective. Oh yeah, for sure. So, and easy for me to say, I mean, I didn't have to like go and get my hair done. I just (laughs) took chances and walked downstairs, you know, (laughs) you just naturally have fabulous hair. So, oh no, no, this, none (laughs) of this is natural, but thank you. (laughs) So if people are interested in working with you, um, first of all, they don't have to be in New Jersey, right? Correct. And um, how should they reach out to you? There is a contact form on my website, which is robinjrosenhouse.com. They can find me on all most of the socials. I'm Robin Jonna Rosenhouse on pretty much everything. I'm on Clubhouse and Facebook and Twitter and everything else. So any of those DMs, YouTube, all there. Awesome. So you serve as business clients, people who want to do better in their business, people who maybe want a little help relationship wise relationship. Um, yeah. That's my main focus is, is the business and entrepreneurs, but really if somebody is like, Robin, I need to work with you. I, I trust that. Okay. I trust there's a resonance. Like if we start talking and hit it off, I'm like, cool, let's, you know, let me see how I can help you. 
Well, you helped me with a couple of things that um, I obviously you did a reading now for everyone to see, but you did help me with some other things previously too, which I thought was really valuable. So I, I thank you for that. And I highly recommend your services. Thank you. And thank you for this. I had so much fun. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Love to do it again sometime. Perfect. I would love that. Thank you for listening to Wake Up Call, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about me, you can find out more on my website, christinaprevitt.com. And be sure to sign up for my newsletter where I talk about everything that I'm reading, learning, listening to, doing, basically everything that I'm obsessed with right now. Follow me on social media. Look up Wake Up Call, the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to be a guest on Wake Up Call or there's someone you'd like to hear on my podcast, please email me at wakeupcallthepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you and see you next time.